0: So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thank you for listening to the late-breaking
1: F1 podcast. Make sure to check out new episodes every Wednesday and every Sunday. and a very warm welcome to the late-breaking F1 podcast presented by Harry Eid, Sam Sage and me, Ben Hocking. No race coming up this weekend, but we've got plenty to run through today. How you doing, Sam? Yeah, I'm, I'm
2: all right, mate. Thanks. How are you? How, How are you life? doing? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Top of the morning. How you doing? That's How Scott doing? Cockney. That's Irish, isn't it? Uh, what, I'm saying top of the morning? Yeah, well, I'm not doing the accent. I
3: think we move away I've from that. I've done a lot of
2: bad accents in my time. I will not offend the Irish. <laughs>
3: The line stops oh, for the they Irish. Are. They are bloody lovely. Well, thank goodness for that.
2: Anyway, let's get to the Formula One immediately.
3: <laughs> <laughs> be the quickest intro in
1: the last six months of this show. Um, which might be a good thing because before we get going on today's episode, there are a few programming notes, let's call We don't usually start with programming notes, but here wow. we are on this episode. I I um, and I will say the same thing on Sunday, folks. Um, if you didn't know, we're going to Austin
3: next week. Yeehaw. That sounds weird day. out loud. Sunday. It's, it's not they? So we, as we record this, well, as we record this, you two will already be there. Yeah. And I will be there a day yep. tomorrow. We will, a tomorrow. will actually be at Kota doing a behind
1: the scenes tour. Oh, uh, yeah.
3: True. So anyway, The
1: whole point of bringing up, just to mention... Um, the preview episode that you would obviously normally get on a Wednesday, it's being doubled up with the live show that we're doing, which is happening on Thursday. Therefore, if you're doing the maths correctly, you can probably tell it's not going to be with you on the usual Wednesday. It will more than likely be with you on the Thursday. And that can be said for the weekend as well, obviously with the Grand Prix review, typically we get it out as quickly as we possibly can after a race is finished, but just bear with us a little bit longer on this one as it's likely will be dancing to tiesto for a while i'll be dancing um, to tiesto all right and if you tweet <laughs> no, yes, us, just, if you tweet us asking where the podcast is
3: you're an idiot
2: i will video myself going i'm dancing to tiesto
1: <laughs> that would be well, a that's, reply that's why i'm yeah. saying it now yeah and i'll say it on sunday's episode as well we'll no still get it, someone, any excuses someone will still do it
2: but we are going to be making a podcast and then what else are we going to be doing on the the race weekend
1: well, uh, if you, well, even if you are seeing us on the Thursday evening, there is another opportunity to see us earlier in the day. So, uh, uh, yes, same day, isn't it? Um, yes, yeah. yes.
3: We do all of our public appearances Williams- on one day. <laughs> Williams wanted us back, so we're seeing them again. Way! Thanks, Williams. Yeah, we're off to their fan zone. So, not the one in Piccadilly Circus. This one is in. <laughs> don't go to that one. Somewhere in Austin. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Right, hang on. I've got it right here.
2: They want us, not Logan Sargent. That's the message we're going with.
3: It is at 800 Congress Avenue.
2: Is there a road in the UK that has 800 places on it?
3: No, That's a long road. Yeah. Anyway, that's where where it is. If you want any information on the fan zone, go and look at Williams' website because we're we're not Williams.
2: Uh, Yeah, we're going to be there. We're going to be doing a bit of a chat. We are also going to be recording our Patreon episode.
3: Yep, second Patreon episode. Second day Patreon episode. So, Patreon episode, we'll so if you
2: want to hear that as well, then you got to subscribe. You've got to pay for it, baby. That's behind a
3: paywall. And there might be a special guest on it. Might be. But then also, <laughs> may well not be.
2: <laughs> just, for, just for clarity, we've not had that confirmed.
3: <laughs> I'm just saying, we might do, but also might not. It might just be Kersky. That'd be funny. Very special. <laughs> and that ends programming notes. Thank you, everyone, we'll for tuning do in. Yeah. That feels um, like an easy zone jingle
2: programming notes. of the week yeah it means it really
3: uh, no, no okay <laughs> I feel like I've heard that one before
1: okay right what have we got coming up on today's episode after winning his third title what next for Max Verstappen in Formula One Alpha Tauri admit that they'll likely be using more Red Bull parts for their 2024 car. Our thoughts on that and quite a bit of fallout from the Qatar Grand Prix. And we'll start with uh, multiple drivers speaking out about the conditions at Qatar this past weekend. So we, recovered, we covered this a little bit on the review episode but as we record almost straight away there were more and more details coming out in the hours following our recording uh we now know that at least four drivers vomited in their helmets during the grand prix oh, we know that Logan Sargent, of, of course four. retired we from the race nope. sorry ben no nope. uh alex album was treated afterwards as well a lot of uh, th- there's too many comments to go through from current drivers, former drivers, everyone weighing in on this. So, uh, and the FIA have actually stepped in and said something about this now following the events. Uh, they said that they note with concern the extreme temperature and humidity during the Qatar Grand Prix and it had an impact on the well-being of the drivers. While being elite athletes, they should not be expected to compete under conditions that could jeopardize their health or safety. Uh, Sam, I noticed that in response to their response, you you mentioned that it was positive that they had at least admitted a mistake. So I guess in the first instance, do you think this was an error for this Grand Prix to go ahead at all? And what are you looking for in the future?
2: I think it's actually quite a tricky circumstance to be in because I think initially, with how the Qatar Grand Prix was going to go ahead, obviously we've already been there, right? In twenty twenty one we went and the weather conditions weren't exactly too dissimilar to what we had this year. The heat was pretty much the same, but because of the Pirelli tyre problem that we had, it meant that the essentially the entire dynamic of the race, and this is obviously the race on Sunday, completely shifted, it completely changed. It went from being a a managed race, a paced race, where we weren't pushing the tyres 100% at the time, and then we got this Pirelli switch where you were only allowed to have 18 laps maximum, regardless of compound, due to the curbing that was going on. But because of that, it meant tyres don't go off, so every driver is pushing to maximise every single lap, because... It's basically 57 qualifying laps in a row, which is 57, Jeremy. That's insane. That's insane. That is a lot, isn't it? Um, and that long takes run. it out on you. You know, I'm sure we've all, you know, jogged on a treadmill and then you do that last bit of sprint at the end. You go, oh, I'm very tired. Then why have I saved this bit to the end? That's what I imagine it was like in a Formula One car at 50 degrees with a long, so hot bottom. Um, with a helmet on. With a helmet on. And then some vomit in your race suit. Honestly... This is not something that I think the FIA could have planned for, but I do think that in future for races that do have extreme climates, Singapore, Qatar, some other Middle Eastern Grand Prix that we're having, um, heats can spike in the likes of South America, Texas as well. You know, these places can get very hot on occasion. We should be having medical experts there who are maybe race experienced that are able to give a fair warning review, uh, expectancy of maybe what these drivers are going to go through under separate circumstances. So I think from the next race onwards, you know, in these conditions, now they know, now they're informed, and I'm really glad that they're going to start putting in some some measures in place to make sure that these drivers aren't going through it. But I do think that this is an error, not one that I think they could have 100% predicted, but I do think with the tyre problem, the track limits problem, now with the heat, it was wrong for this Grand Prix to have gone ahead.
1: So one of those in in hindsight probably shouldn't have happened, but you're not overly critical about the FIA because there's nothing really in place.
2: They're not medical experts. I'm not a medical expert. The drivers aren't medical experts. You don't you don't know what you're going to put yourself through until it's happened. In hindsight, we you know hindsight it's twenty twenty, right? We all have perfect vision. In hindsight, we all know what's meant to happen. But I hope that they maybe employ someone who is trained in both racing and medicine. We already have the medical car, obviously, but. I would like a vocal opinion on extreme circumstances in Formula One to make sure that it's safe and
3: it's possible and it's doable.
1: What were your thoughts, Sorry.
3: Who, can I ask, who, who blew chunks, who vomed apart from Ocon? Do we know?
2: Um, well, Logan did afterwards. Faraday's. I think Stroll did afterwards. Oh, okay. And I thought it was Albon as well,
3: but maybe it wasn't. I've not tried to single them out. I am just interested. I just didn't hear that. Well, did you hear that Stroll literally passed out going around the yeah. corner? Yeah, and also I've seen a video of um, on board with Leclerc during like the start of the race. You, you know how drivers lean into corners. Yeah. And at the, towards the end of the race, it's the same on board shot. And as he, he's going through the high speed, he's like leaning in and then suddenly his head goes bang it against like the he side. like he's out like, for like, passed, a split second. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not good.
2: Incredibly, and I'm not going to get into names, but the fact that there are some very senior people in the world of Formula One to f- saying that this is what you know we should be expecting and they're elite athletes and they should just
3: get on with it i think is bang out of order on that point i look like, for for the most part i i sort of subscribe to the idea that these these are the pinnacle of racing driver they're the some of the fittest if not the fittest athletes in the world um and i want them to i do i do think they should be pushed um but this is too far yeah so it's
2: a bit over the line when over 25% of the entire grid are saying i literally almost crashed the car because i wasn't conscious
3: i like the and i think with the it's got less and less again but when we had the sort of 2017 rules when these cars became much more demanding because of the extra downforce the drivers were they were puffing they to, after driving they to bulk
2: up didn't they um
3: and i think they you know they they often still are lesser because we have a lot of management races now but or like time management races now. But um yeah, for the most part, I sort of subscribe to that and agree, but I, d- I don't, for this race in particular, I, d- I don't agree to that point. There is a line. Well, yeah, and I think we, we went over it, but and I, but I'm I'm with you, Sam, I think I'm, do you know what? Pleasantly surprised by the FIA and their, and their response here.
2: More than I expected them to come out with actually. Like very, all right. Yeah. Well, well, well done. Straight away.
3: Um, so, and I hope they act on that and they change. We already know that next year is scheduled for four weeks later. I do wonder whether the situation would have been like this if we hadn't had the, those short stints and they were just sprinting everywhere. I would say if it was that hot, they probably still would, would be.
2: I mean, I don't, yeah, maybe it's not the same extent, but they're going to be struggling regardless.
3: Um,
1: so- I could be, I could, Sorry, I, was, I could be wrong on the dates here, but I believe we're 1st of December. Um Oh, so we're more we're almost two weeks so later, yeah. uh, two months God, later, Sorry, we'll
2: be racing forever next so we,
1: season. 2021. It was last week of November. Obviously, we've now just done the first week of October, and then it will be first of December next year. So th-
3: this year is very much the the outlier. Okay. Well then, well then, if based on the on the basis of 2021, then hopefully when we get there in December next year, it should be a OK again. Um, and yeah, I just hope they they learn the lessons. But yeah, it's, it, we can't. We can't have drivers. I think. I think the vomiting in your helmet. That's that's obviously disgusting. Um, at the same time, it's kind of kind of hardcore, though, right? You are hardcore. Mark Weber. <laughs> Mark Weber would be proud. Well, I know that sounds. Yeah. Obviously, I
2: don't. I don't want anyone to be put at risk. But it's pretty. Gnarly, like I've vomited. Said
3: they were like, Did you not want to stop? And he was like, I'd have to be dead to stop, <laughs> which is so fair enough, that's
2: Freaking cool, <laughs> what a lying at the same time. No, please clock. don't crash your car from passing out,
3: please. Uh, yeah, but that was what I was going to get to. I think the vomiting is one thing, gnarly, disgusting, whatever you want to call also it.
2: Sport is rough, uh, yeah,
3: you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, vomit my suit, <laughs> please don't vomit my the suit, the passing out. I- the the potential for passing out mid corner is that's terrifying. It's horrifying. Because, not ideal. Not ideal because I, I, that feels like we have maybe narrowly avoided. Not to be dramatic, <laughs> but avoided disaster because it only took one of them to pass out for a bit longer than they allegedly were doing. Not allegedly, but well, they they saying they were doing, um, and that's like an aeroplane crash happening. You
2: hit that wall going down the start-finish rate at 200 miles an hour because you pass out.
3: Well, I guess it's not even that. I think even because they're saying they're passing out through the high G corners, but say you've got cars around you. Imagine if
2: Stroll, who's submitted to passing out, passes out halfway down the start-finish rate and someone is slowing down to go around that first corner and you career straight into the side of them. Yeah. That's, you know, we could be dealing with more
3: than just injuries. So yeah, I commend the FA and coming out and saying they're going to sort this. I think next year we should be okay. Um, and uh, yeah I don't agree that this, is, this should be how drivers should be challenged it's not fun
2: I, I do want to give a bit of a shout out to the FIA they immediately resolved what was the curbing issue right the Pirelli told them there was a problem we'll get to that and immediately resolved it we're going to get on some more details of the track limits and the drivers complaints and things like that later but they resolved that and they've, they've immediately come out and spoken about um, the heat issue which is great and then they were also bang on top of the track limits all weekend or, immediately
3: apart from when Lando Norris went over clearly at the end of qualifying but apart from that they were bang on I remember did, we I waited did. for ages
2: that's true it was like a, it was a few minutes okay I'll, I'll let him off for one because the rest of it was that good
3: also mm-hmm. saying that or oh, it's more Ben Sulliam saying that he wants less races more teams I mean that's clearly just a, shall a dig shall we get
2: him on the podcast because he's basically one of us <laughs> it's
3: clearly having a dig at older Stefano Domenicali the boxing match round four here we go but big respect
1: there's a grade A mess up coming from the FIA. It's brewing. Yeah.
3: That that's They've done too good many, to too, be too many true. good There's things. Something in the wind. It's going to happen sure. at Kota, um, and Ben's going to pop.
2: He won't <laughs> won't come home. That could happen. Just like a mess on his seat. <laughs> Thank God, Kursky's bringing the big poncho thing, so he could just explode in that. We'll carry him home in a bag. He's bringing extra ponchos, so we'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, because it looks like it's raining. <laughs> Texas, what? He'll do a full Eric Boullier, and his head will just blow up.
1: <laughs> it's a very niche reference. Entirely possible. No, very niche reference. Um, I, I do need to apologise to everyone first and foremost because I forgot to mention earlier in the season that Le Plan does actually include vomiting in your helmet <laughs> on the in, a, in a season. Um, so my bad. <laughs> Didn't make you aware of that. Um, I, I largely side with what you said, Sam. In terms of, in hindsight yes this probably shouldn't have gone ahead but the issue really was that there's there's nothing or certainly up to this point there's nothing in place really to prevent a race happening when it comes to heat and humidity right there's no there's no conditions of if this condition isn't met we don't go racing they're very well accounted for when it comes to well, rain predominantly but other extreme conditions but generally speaking, heat and humidity aren't considered extreme in the same way, that there aren't regulations, there aren't rules, there aren't guidelines in the same way. And it's somewhat, I think, of a blessing in disguise that we've had a race that the drivers have been pushed to such a limit, but all 20 have come away relatively unscathed to the point where we can actually learn some lessons from this without any serious injury coming to a driver. Um so it might not be fundamentally a good thing but at least we've actually got to a point where these discussions can now happen because of the race that just occurred which I think is a good thing. Um I I agree with you both in I know there've been plenty on both sides of the argument on this but um I I don't get any pleasure in pushing the drivers this far. This the next thing I'm about to say is going to is I'll get some heat for this, I'm pretty sure, but I'm going to say it anyway, because I really do believe this. I think the greatest show of bravery this weekend was what Logan Sargent did retiring that car. I genuinely believe that is the bravest act that happened this weekend, to be able to, in the face of everything that Formula One is, as an incredibly, I don't know what the right word is, but... You're under pressure to fight through this sort of thing, and to be brave enough to actually go uh, go against that and listen to your body and listen to your limits. I think takes a lot of bravery. Um, so I, I want to commend him on that. Um, I don't agree with. Uh, I appreciate Sam. You said you didn't want to call anyone out. I I will say, Will Buxton. Oh, he's well arted, I, I Completely, he? he's, he's completely right. disagree. Oh. Completely disagree with. The triathlete comparison, because I don't know if you've noticed, but a triathlete isn't driving a 200 mile an hour car, which is quite dangerous. (laughs) Yeah, that will Um, kill you. (laughs) Yeah. If you're pushing yourself in a sport like that, I'm not saying there's no risk involved, but there's no collateral risk. Like you're, you're risking it to yourself, but you're not risking it to anyone else around you. If you are at risk of passing out at 200 miles an hour, you are risking yourself 19 other drivers, countless team members from all 10 teams on the grid. The amount of damage you could do to everything around you is far too immense. And I completely agree with you, Harry, that we want these drivers to be pushed. I'm the first to admit that I want Formula One to be a physical challenge. It absolutely should be. I think I was the first person when, if you remember a few years ago, Charles Leclerc went through 130R (laughs) one-handed, absolutely hated it. Absolutely, because it should be a challenge to get through such an epic corner like that, and it wasn't for him. So I'm I'm the first to say that it should be a physical challenge, but there is a limit. And this went comfortably, I think, beyond that limit to the point where I don't think it benefits entertainment. And I, it definitely doesn't benefit the safety of the drivers. So as we've already mentioned, Qatar is due to be at a later point next year. Even so, it can get very hot at that time of year as well. So I still think things need to happen outside of that, whether it is a maximum cockpit temperature or whether it's a humidity and temperature calculation that happens where if you exceed that amount and you can't fix it within a certain amount of time, you have to retire the car. I, I'm okay with that existing because these drivers roasting themselves in the car, we have to be safer than other sports, I'm afraid. We, we do need to be safer. Um, you know, you've got situations like. I'm sorry, uh, ben. I don't
2: know. I'm sorry. you used the word roasted. And that, we, we talked about the jokes before the podcast. Making jokes about the office <laughs> and Michael Scott really, saying boom, roasting. It's making such a good point and it just Fair. got me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so childish.
1: But yeah, I, to be honest, I don't have too much more to say. It's just a case of, you know, we can't risk F1 in the same way that other sports can be risked because there's too much going on outside of just the individual driver to risk. Um, we have to hold them back a little bit, I think.
2: I think what you're saying here, Ben, is the late-breaking podcast calls out Will boxing.
1: That's a title. That's us. Yes. How- I mean... I, I appreciate it. he's not the only one, but that's the one that is probably, and you know, he tweeted it out. He, it's, in, it's in the public domain. It's it's okay he to started talk it. about yeah, it. Yeah, you started it. We're finishing it.
2: Mm, okay. Put it you to bed. It
1: will. <laughs> Go to bed, Well, yeah. He's not the only one. It's night time I you. just completely disagree with it. Like, yeah. I, I just don't get it. No,
2: I think you're completely right. I think you very eloquently make a fantastic point.
3: Esteban, you threw up in your helmet. Boom. Rested.
2: <laughs> oh, cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> that Gnarly. was part of the plan mate come on <laughs> <laughs> you got a hot bum boom <laughs> that's
3: not even a roast
2: ooh a
1: compliment delightful
0: <laughs> let's Boy. move on
1: let's uh, move on indeed um, sorry FIA we're not sticking to 18 minute segments anymore we've gone over that point that, that joke has sailed I'm afraid but we'll be back rules. with more Qatar fallout right after this <laughs> Oh, I'll tell you what. Whilst I remember, should we cover off F1 Fantasy? Yeah, mad, boy! Do you feel the because, pressure, Ben? Pressure building. To be fair, the pressure. I should probably have actually looked at it this week. because <laughs> I, I'm not sure if Verstappen is my two times driver, if it's still Carlos
3: Sainz. I oh, hope I've changed it. But well, Buttery Biscuit Beef is lined
2: up all the points for you, so... uh
3: I think it's probably time I take Fernando Alonso out of my team. But well, I don't. He was one of the top scorers this I, week. The, well, this week? Yeah, yeah. I still got it for the what funny. Was he literally fourth on points? How? Because
2: he's the goat. He's the hot bottom. Hot bottom. Get 50 points.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Right. How are we all doing? Um, uh, top scorer for this week, and Beef cannot believe it because it's her in real life pal, Una, with the team is called Zuma. <laughs> 543 points, smashed it. Oh, no change in the overall leader. Red Bull gives you wins is still holding on to P1. I continue to drop. I I am the Aston Martin of F1 fantasy. I'm now 95th overall. Oh, Sam so continues to 10. be the McLaren of F1 fantasy because he's now in the top 200, 171st. And good lord Almighty, Harry's in the top 300. <laughs> Who, Who would have seen that coming? And you're now, crucially, 85 positions ahead of beef. You might Jeez. be safe
2: for the for the championship here. Eh?
1: Thank God. We're, we're coming for him.
2: We're coming for you, Ben. We're going to tag team you. Yeah?
3: Right. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually going to make some changes for, before Austin. I still need to use some of the chips and I don't fully understand what they do. I have to change
2: my team for six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Thank you-
1: I'm just glad Joe got me a point. Cheers, Cheers Joe. Joe. Right let's move on to track limits 51 deleted laps at the Qatar Grand Prix in the words of Sam Sage that's too many um although it's only second this year Austria had 83 um so a lot of a lot of uh, corner cutting it took place uh four drivers received multiple penalties and some were not happy about it Stroll said it's a joke that they're giving us penalties for this. They don't understand what Formula One is these days. And Sergio Perez did admit that other drivers did a better job with, than he did at this, but um, was also fairly negative uh, about the penalties that were handed out. What did you make of it, Sam? So ironic that the two drivers
2: that are possibly having the worst form in Formula One at the moment. Winking like little babies at the moment, aren't they? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Why aren't you freaking next in? Like, What are you complaining about? Was that
3: a caffeinated tea you got? That
2: was fully oh, caffeinated. <laughs> I had a coffee on my way. <laughs> his way oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a medium cold brew at lunch. So I am... Tri- triple calf Sam. Woo! He's um, popping. He's pop, pop, popping away. Um, my point here is, <laughs> we've said it so many times, all sports are defined by boundaries of the field that you must play in. For example, if you do your 100 metre sprint in the Olympics, if you step outside of your lane... You're disqualified. You're out of here. In swimming, go outside your lane, you're gone. If the ball goes out of play, How would football- you do that in swimming. What? How would you do that in swimming? Just go under the little thing. <laughs> but why? <what laughs> you- I'm not saying why, I'm just saying if you do it. Okay, sorry. God. If you do a synchronised swimming dance on the side of the pool and don't ever get in the water, you're banned. You know, you're wrong sport. sport. It's a wrong sport, pal. You're doing gymnastics. <laughs>
1: it's poor coaching.
2: Yeah. <laughs> if you play football, the ball goes out of play you're off the pitch and the ball's out. And in Formula One, if you drive outside of the white lines with all four tyres, your lap doesn't count. Now, I big up Pierre Gasly because he came out and said, I wasn't very good at sticking inside the track limits.
3: Correct, Pierre. You you sucked, mate. You sucked. (laughs) You sucked. sucked. Sausages. He's so real for that. It was
2: so- <laughs> a real pickup. Yeah, you know, he's, he's so true to himself. Uh, he was true to himself, and he was pants. And at least he came out and said, "It cost the team. It cost me points, and I wasn't very good." And I really respect that he just came out and said that. But these two, who were also rubbish, coming out and going. It's not Formula One, you know what Formula One means. What do you mean? We've always had truck limits in Formula One. We've always that had to fight. That's fu- my
1: exact reaction. What do what
2: you mean? What does it mean? It doesn't make sense, in the words <laughs> of Kevin Magnusson.
1: Kevin Magnusson, yeah. Like Come in on. future,
2: if I'm driving around Silverstone and I go- coach totally baller brooklings so straight over because track limits don't exist anymore so i just won't That's bother what formula is nowadays yeah it is it's just if you get from the start finish line to the start finish line regardless of the method in the fastest route possible you are the winner you are number one honestly it makes me laugh at these drivers mowing about this stuff the only thing i will forgive them on is that some of the main mistakes on the corners that were brought in because to retrain your muscle memory of what you go through those corners at what, 150 miles an hour, you've got to suddenly, in a 10-minute session, alter how you go through that corner to maximise it, you're going to make a couple of mistakes. That bit, okay, sure. It's like, you know... For 100 minutes of a football match, you're shooting at the same goalposts and then someone literally picks it up and moves it three inches to the left, you're missing all of a sudden. I get it. You've got to retrain your mind just a little bit. But don't moan and say things like, do you even know what Formula One is? Lance Stroll, do you even know what a points finish is? Because you ain't had one for donkey's ages, mate. You are naff. Naff. And when you get good, you can moan. <laughs> get <Ooh>. good, scrub.
3: Unused <laughs> <laughs> word, naff. I love it. Yeah, naff's good well bad i guess correct that is the definition of NAF. anyway rubbish
1: <laughs> harry i'm assuming you're all for penalties
3: and actually more penalties all the pens please
1: Penalty
2: yeah.
3: out. penalties uh yeah this is rubbish argument i i know you said about the fami- we only had 10 minute familiarization session, right session. Love but that. also they need to grow up correct <laughs> okay <laughs> Get a grip. Get over it. Grow uh, we're up. We're in a terrible growing up session. <laughs> the words of the in-betweeners. Grow up. Grow up. Um, I'll... Tell me a growing up session. They'll come out really old.
2: <laughs> like, thank you for my button.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, dear. That's just terrible banter <laughs> uh, <laughs> it really is I was gonna sorry Ben before you said that terrible thing I was gonna give you a compliment because you did this on your Twitter but pointed out all the track limits violations and that Max Verstappen he's quite good at everything because he didn't get any during the race on Man. Sunday I'll tell us he didn't Carlos sucks. You know, Hamilton. yeah, we well, did get off
2: the
1: track. <laughs> oh, technically, I guess, yes, he got one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he got a corner cut. No, no a few black and white flag for that one. No, um, but my point is, it, it he can do it, so just get better, get better, stop moaning. He get won better. the race without one, exactly. It's not, and that's the that's, I guess, the worst bit. He's not only was he, it wasn't like he did that and was slow. He was the quickest one there. Yeah,
2: you're right. If all 19 drivers got 23 and last place got none, I go fair enough. You know? oh, but there's no argument here. Could you be any good, better? Good. I can't speak now. I'm too too worked up. good. Be, I'm
3: wound up by him. The only the only bit of um from Stroll, I guess, saw an interview with Stroll um after the race, which, which goes back to our previous topic, which is about he was saying that he was struck because he was mildly passing out. Understandable. He was using the curbs like the actual feeling of the curbs to judge track limits because he couldn't really see properly. But on that bit they repainted, it was just painted. And he's saying he was like couldn't feel it. Now I know that's not the greatest argument in the world, but I'll but I'll in light of what happened in the There's race, sympathy. I'll give him a bit of sympathy. Like cat's
2: eyes on the motorway. Yes. <laughs> I don't drive regularly on the cat sides because so are all clear. But where you ba-dum, go over the lane ba-dum, to ba-dum. like go from the middle lane and the fast lane, whatever, yeah. you suddenly feel the boom-boom. You feel. <laughs> I had to clarify <laughs> though. Like a moth going the <laughs> <line>. <laughs> I guess people think that I'm just driving down the middle of the line. I'm not.
3: <laughs> Good. Um but yes, despite that, just just get better because this is a terrible argument and track limits are are a thing and you know, I, it gets, it does get a little bit annoying and I think there are better, better solutions than just deleting laptop, like better track solutions than just gravel. Precisely. Um, but if we have to go to these tracks where there's no gravel, etc., then fine. I'm, but there I'm, could be gravel at Doha. There could be. It's in Doha, the desert. It's in
2: Qatar, which is part of Qatar, but it's not the right place. It's Sale, But still, gravel will apply. Sure. <laughs> anyway. Ask Ron Dennis. He's got to get his front drive.
1: No, he
3: <laughs> Goodness sake. Honestly,
1: I'd, I'd still believe that now. <laughs> that,
3: yeah, honestly, that's no fair. real. Yeah, no real. So if uh, you told conclusion... me like, you'd
1: done it in the last two
2: weeks, I'd be like, yeah, all right, might have done. You believe that? You shipped it in from Japan from the previous Grand Prix.
3: Uh, in conclusion, grow up. It's a great point you've made. One well, of your better ones. Thank Thanks, you.
1: Sorry. Um.
3: Yeah, I just don't understand. Just
1: how about this? Stay in track limits. <laughs> Just, just gonna throw that out of there. I, I don't understand why this controversy comes around as often as it does. It is really straightforward. The, the fact that Sam, you gave like four different four or five different sporting examples. I wrote down three myself, and there's no crossover between the three I put and the five you put. And there's probably another 50 you could include. That's how many sports there are where the same thing happens and there's no controversy because it's just the rules. Why is it confusing? Um, like you say, Max Verstappen did not have any violations across the fifty-seven laps. Yuki Tsunoda did ha- had one. Um, we'll Charles run. Leclerc had one. Kevin Magnussen was confused all race. He had one. Throw it the wrong way. Esteban Ocon's Esteban Ocon's helmet was ninety percent vomit. He had one. <laughs> He's got a straw out the top to breathe. It's like a fish tank of vomit. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> He was all right, but uh, yeah, I and to give two drivers some credit here because I, I went back and had a look at this properly. Liam Lawson and Valtteri Bottas. So Liam Lawson had three. Uh, just to confirm, actually, you need four violations for a, for you to get a penalty. So on the fourth one, that's when you would get your your five second time penalty. Liam Lawson had three track deletions. He had lap nine lap 10, and lap 11. Oh, Wasn't a great three laps for Liam Lawson. Oh three consecutive laps, oh, no. infringements in all three. So basically, from lap 11 onwards, he had then another 46 laps to do in this Grand Prix. One more violation, he gets a penalty. What did he do? He went 46 laps, did not commit another one, didn't get a penalty. My man Same- violate. <laughs> Good. It's the same story with Valtteri Bottas as well. Lap nine, he had his first one. Lap 10, he had his second one. Lap 13, he had his third one. He has to go 44 laps without committing one more. That's exactly what he does. So it's very difficult to have sympathy for the drivers like Gasly and Albon and Perez and all the others who, who got penalties because those two drivers showed you that even if you get quite a few early on, you can go the rest of the way without getting another one if you really watch out for it. So... Yeah, look. If they want to turn around and say the rules should be different, fine. But they weren't the rules that weekend. You can turn around and say, yes, this isn't what Formula One should be. Or rather than five second time penalties, it should be three seconds. What? It doesn't matter. You can have your own interpretation of what the rules should be, but ultimately, that wasn't the rule of the weekend. So you don't follow. You don't tend to follow the rules as you would like them to be. You follow the rules as they are at the very moment. The only thing I would look to do... Sorry, one last thing. Uh, The only thing I would look to do, actually, rather than... Because it was a case of the fourth one, you got a time penalty, but then you just got a time penalty on every single one after that. I would actually take one thing from Codemasters and implement the same system that they've got where it actually just reverts back to zero. So you, you just get a penalty for every three or four that you do rather than as soon as you hit that four threshold, it's just every time you do it, you get a penalty. But, you know, that wasn't the rule. So don't have much sympathy. think. Didn't the rule used to be one, two,
2: three, black and white flag, four, penalty, five, like a 10 second penalty six warning, seven warning, eight black and white flag, five... Peng- it used to be stupid like that and that was less than a year ago. I remember I was having a hold de- of... Maybe Austria last year. Um, anyway, they don't know their own rules again. And I have a bone to pick with the FIA despite them being so good in the first segment. Well done. Ben Sillium has said that both Qatar and Austria need to sort out their track limits or they could be risked being taken off the calendar.
3: I think Ben Sillium doesn't have a leg to stand on, on that one. It's not up to him. I think... No, nice. drivers can stay within the track limits. do would be a simple result, it? I tell you what, if you enjoy uh, being angry about track limits, I would encourage anyone listening uh, or watching to go and look at uh, or YouTube 2003 Austrian GP and just go and have a look at like qualifying laps. Or NASCAR, mate. Or NASCAR, but this or is just- it in F1 and it's turn one there. Disgusting. Don't even try to do the outside of turn one.
1: Nah. Nah.
3: In, maybe maybe Stroll Stroll goes. Yeah. Or it.
2: Yeah. Lance Stroll goes back in my day. did they have track limits? <laughs> just to two, think of 2003 when he was born. <laughs> back, in my day.
3: back in my day when I wasn't alive. <laughs> they have track limits? I mean, it was alive. The guy in the womb. <laughs> I
1: don't, don't know though. what that means. Well, well done to the FIA for doing it better than they did in Austria. Because Austria, it was just a case of like Esteban Ocon and a few others at the end of the race were like, oh yeah, by the way, you have a 30 second time penalty. <laughs> Whereas here he they kept up with it. Yeah, so,
2: I did bring that up in my qualifying review. I did state that I think they gave an yeah. absolute nightmare on their hands and they, I thought they kept up with it really well.
3: They did, to be fair. They did.
2: But this is no one but the driver's problem. Stay within the track limits. Yes. You do it in Monaco. Got it there. And what happens if you don't? Crash. 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 Well done, Harry.
3: Well done. You're welcome.
2: <laughs> <Well> done. <laughs> <laughs> Part of George Russell over it. <laughs> Part of the back.
3: Another medal for me. Well
2: done, Harry. I'll another medal for me. From well Harry.
1: Random last point. Yes. Can F1 just introduce some graphics for this as well? Just like, so you can keep up with it.
0: Mm. If there's yeah.
1: going to be that many trailing, there's just no, it's easy enough. Just put up a graphic that shows how many, how much, how many seconds the driver has to be added on I at do, the next okay. stopper at the end of the
3: race. Real nitpicky point uh, too. Can, and I appreciate there's probably some real technical reason why this doesn't happen, but the commentary team yes have like separate data screens sorry it's covering the light there um, separate data screens that give them the information about the track limit penalties and other things on track slightly before like five seconds maybe 30 seconds before we see it on the TV screen because by then by that point it's it's that graphics redundant because I already know yeah like just do it at the same time
2: yeah also I forgot what point I like. congrats Congrats. you spoke (sighs) for so long Oh, that's a friggin first it's not
4: <laughs> shut up harry
2: you talking is like spar at half pace but in your yap harry sam's forgotten <laughs> what he wants to say yeah she left me Harry's <laughs> like spar if it's 2021 yeah it just went on
3: <laughs> where to cut you off With no action no refund either nah, not from this podcast
0: anyway. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: oh dear
1: so in conclusion from all three of us get Gr- good son grow up grow up get good son and we'll see you at the next race <laughs> good stuff sandwich time we'll be back after this Mm. Thank God these get cut. Moving out. on to Alpha uh, oh, Tauri. So, what? You what?
3: Sorry, <laughs> sorry Ben, saw <sorry> that again. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Sam said, thank God these get cut. And I went, they don't know. <laughs>
2: Until I don't listen back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I say things no, all the no, time no. thinking it's getting cut out. <laughs> oh, I my. can say what I want. The awful things I've said. <laughs> <laughs> I've
3: been mugged off on my own show. Oh dear. Sorry,
1: Ben. Let's move on to AlphaTauri. So the 2024 car uh, is reportedly going to be more similar to Red Bull than this year's car has been. So it looks like they're going to be taking 2023 Red Bull parts to make that 2024 AlphaTauri. Um, Although AlphaTauri, in response to this, did just walk back and say, it's not going to be a Red Bull clone, we promise. Um, that's paraphrasing, but that's essentially what they said. Uh, Sam, we've spoken at length, really, about whether this should be allowed within the the rules of Formula One. But at least from AlphaTauri and Red Bull's perspective, and what they can do, do you think this is is wise for them to to follow what has been so successful this year?
2: I'm just—it's not going to answer Ben's question, but I'm going to put this on the record. And I don't think we've ever done this before. But I'm going to quote the Grinch, where I say that I loathe this entirely. <laughs> I despise this Might rule. be a first. That's a first. Jim carries The Grinch. What a performance. Um, I think it makes total sense, right? You may as well exploit the rules to the absolute maximum that you can to give yourself the best advantage because this Alpha Tauri car is potentially the worst one they've created since it was the original Toro Rosso with the purple bull on the side of it. Do you remember that in like 07?
3: Yeah, I mean, the 06, 07, Toro Rosso's were pretty naff. They were terrible. Yeah. Thanks to the Um It's
2: got speed. It's got speed, cheap. Um, but this one is <laughs> absolutely... Get an iRacing, son. <laughs> get, get a little dig in there. It's absolutely shocking, this car, which is amazing considering that they must share... You already think they must share a lot of data. You, what's the point of being a family team if you're not going to share as much data as possible? Fair enough, you're going to make your own part and let your engineers develop a lot. But you've, you, WoW is one part of the team won the title with seven races to go. And the other part of the team can't score more than five points over 16 Grand Prix's. That is abysmally different between the two of them. So yes, Mug Red Bull Blind steal all their parts up to the legal limit because then you might be half decent, more advertising, more money, your drivers get more experience because they are actually fighting other drivers. And Liam Lawson hasn't got to come in and score the old show. Only person that scored points sinks before the summer break. It's not going well. This is clearly a way to fix it, despite us hating
3: the rule. Such a bad kite broke Daniel Ricciardo's hand.
1: That is the car's fault entirely. <laughs> that that might not be on the car. It's <laughs> the car's fault. It's the rules' fault. It's <laughs> track limits. That's it. It's Oscar Piastri's fault. Back to Winnipeg. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a grudge against Oscar Piastri. Of course, not that he cost me a bold prediction this I weekend. I love him
2: even more than I did. I really love him. We've got a bromance going on. (laughs) A
3: three way bromance. He doesn't know we exist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. He's a fan of the podcast. He doesn't know it yet, but he's a fan. Big friend. Sure. What are your thoughts on the original topic, which wasn't Piastri, Harry? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm with some in terms of I don't particularly like this idea, but from Alfatari's point of view, yeah, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Because they. I'm trying to think of the last sort of decent car they had. 2020, Gasly had a really decent year. 21, Gasly was fourth place in
2: Qatar, so it must have been all right. 20, 21 was 21 all
3: right as well, yeah. but 2020 was a, like a pretty solid. I mean, It wasn't that surprises a race. me
2: because you don't remember that year even exists. Yeah,
3: well, maybe then he didn't have a decent car. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> they've just gone. They've gone downhill ever since 2020, haven't they? Yeah, it's just Every like year slowly, it's just been a little bit worse. Yeah, 21 was good, but not as good as 20, 2020. Um, do you know what it's ever since Danny Kvyat left
2: he's not cleaning the halls anymore
3: that's a conclusion right there <laughs> bring Kvyat <Kiviet> back <laughs> um, so yeah that's probably the last time they've had a decent car and then before that oh, when I don't know when Vettel won 2008 and there that's when <laughs> the they were bang. just for fluke oh wait Carl was better than the Red Bull
4: like yeah, a, yeah, out, but, out, but the Red Bull
3: wasn't good no I know but they were copying the Red Bull designs then anyway my point is um, it's never consistently been a great great card tour or so they've had uh, ups ups and downs in their performance over the years so this this makes sense for them if they're it, we, you know within the rules obviously but um, why would they not do this why, and, and for Red Bull as a brand as you pointed out one that's dominated the championship and the other one can barely score you know, multiple points. <laughs>
2: can't get into double figures. Double figures,
3: yeah. Uh This, they, they need to sort it out and obviously there were the rumours about them being bought out. Boss Balls Racing. What's it? Boss, Boss Balls, balls Racing. <laughs> yep. I've also seen Adidas now as well, apparently. That would be cool. Adidas Racing. Genuinely Pollock. Yeah. Pollock Racing, yeah. This is his way in. Get
2: your fishing rods out, lads. We've got a big one.
3: <laughs> We've got a big one. Um But for, yeah, for Red Bull, they they can't have another year. like. And obviously Red Bull Racing's had a great year, but... For an entire brand, you know, they share the same motorhome. It, it don't look good. Currently, they're a fashion company, right? Alpha Tower is a fashion company. Yeah. Do
2: you want to look like the biggest losers in a sport? I mean, but it worked for Benetton. I thought you said it worked for Benetton. <laughs> <laughs> it worked for me. Benetton? I'm Tom, Tom. no longer in business. Uh, they, can you still get clothes from Benetton? The United Colors of Benetton. Yeah. They're not in business.
3: Are they done? All right. Sorry, Flav.
2: Rib. I mean, they ain't the gap, are they? They H and M. <laughs> They're not
3: top man. Oh wait, no, that's, that's not. A, that's you gave well. one
2: example; and it was the worst
3: one you could think They're of. They're not Zara.
2: Yeah, fine. That's <laughs> better. Well done.
3: Anyway, sensible <laughs> thing for Albert Alpha, top Tari, top. Alpha Tari to do. Not good for your brand rep. Um, uh, because it, it, yeah, it's becoming a bit embarrassing for Red Bull as a whole. To be honest.
1: Yeah, I was always confused when Alpha Tauri went further away from the sort of Red Bull way of working because within the rules of the sport, I don't know why they don't just attach themselves as closely as possible, whether you agree with it or, like me, very much disagree with it. It's within the rules. So I, I was always surprised when they moved away from that. And I, I don't think AlphaTauri. Tauri, actually, to be more accurate, I don't think Red Bull are necessarily concerned about where Alpha Tauri finish. I, I, I don't think... The championship position matters all that much. Now it certainly matters to the to the folks at um, AlphaTauri. Certainly the the engineers, all the you know mechanics, they will care as much as anyone else on the grid. Um, even though it's not a truly independent team, they, they will care as much as anyone else. Um, but Red Bull themselves, as an organization, they're more concerned about AlphaTauri being that sort of conveyor belt sort of. Factory element rather than anything else, rather than pure results. So it makes sense for them to go as close to Red Bull as possible. So if you are put in a position where either voluntarily or involuntarily, so say they want to promote a driver from Alpha Tauri or they're forced to if there's an injury to a Red Bull driver, surely they're going to be more acclimatized to what the Red Bull is the closer those two designs are together. So bringing them together does make a lot of sense. The 2023 Red Bull has been, I would say, pretty good
3: mm. overall. So I don't Fair think it's a analysis. bad blueprint. On follow. balance, I'd say, yeah, pretty yes. good.
1: Yeah, just hope yeah. so. All right. Yeah. And look, AlphaTauri is where the where the Red Bull organization can do its experimenting. Quite honestly, it's it's um, you know they they used AlphaTauri or Toro Rosso as it was back then to be their guinea pigs for the whole Honda arrangement. Which, technically speaking, they're still with now, really. Um, but they used Toro Rosso for the first year of that to see how it was going to go. And then when it was discovered, ah, this isn't as bad as it was when they were with McLaren. Let's put it in the senior team. That's how, that's how AlphaTauri and Toro Rosso has typically worked. So I think the closer those two organisations work together, the better it will be for the, for the senior team. So this doesn't surprise me at all. I hate this relationship
2: in Formula One. Ten teams on the grid, and one of them is a, is a baby team of another team. And, but they're not the only ones that do it, right? Haas by as many parts legally as they are allowed to Of Ferrari. Um, Sauber... Used to buy a lot of parts, also from Ferrari. Williams have taken a lot of parts from Mercedes in the past. I really don't like it. I know it's a way of cost saving, but we have a cost cap. I think you should have to develop your own parts. It's, a,
3: it's, been, but, it's been going on for, for, for so long, though. Yeah,
2: I know, but it doesn't mean it has to go on forever. Two thousand
3: seven Super Aguri was a two thousand six Honda. Yep. Two thousand three Salber, I think, was a O two Ferrari. Yeah, Something like yeah, that. but
1: Super Aguri were banter like that. That they have that in there that's true the, and, you know, the, the best thing, is
3: fire. the bo- best thing about the Super Guri one was because the 06 Honda was a great car mm. they gave it to Super Guri for 07 Honda made a crap 07 car and Super Guri absolutely rinsed them that's true get rinsed son but uh, another food analogy for you
2: McDonald's been around over 50 years and they never had a vegan burger boom one of their biggest sellers things could change <laughs> what on earth I didn't <laughs> okay <laughs> try something new and it might just work Formula
4: One,
1: right? Good. <laughs> y- yes, I'm glad we all agree. Moving on, oh. Max Verstappen has won a world championship. If you hadn't noticed, at uh, the Qatar. Guitar- well, actually, I say that I'm. It did happen in a sprint race. He is still a two-time world champion. It doesn't count. <laughs> Sorry, Max. No champion for 2023. Um, Disqualified. Yeah, so he won his third championship, of course, at the weekend. Uh, Sam, what are your thoughts on what Verstappen's future holds within Formula One? Do, do you see him, you know, continuing year after year, building on this legacy, getting up to the likes of Schumacher and Hamilton in terms of championships won? Do you think his career might go down a different path? What, what are you thinking? I think...
2: We've heard a lot of these mutterings and rumours and comments that, you know, oh, I'm bored, I've done it now. I've only ever wanted one. I think that's an absolute like of rubbish, by the way. I think any Formula 1 driver that goes, oh, I only wanted one, what was not bothered about? Shut up. Give the other two back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand them off to second place. <laughs> that's the clerk getting one. And whoever gets one this year, could be Hamilton, could be Perez, who knows. But give them back if you don't want it. Um, I think that's a of rubbish. I don't think you get into a sport like Formula 1 just to wing it once. And on top of that, Yes, I think he'll stick around and I think he'll win a few more quite comfortably. He's got time on his side. He's still so young as a Formula One driver that-
1: Absolutely not fair.
2: Not fair at all. Not fair at all. He could win another, what, four more titles. And how old is he now? 26? Tw-
3: no. uh he, 20, he even- he's younger, he's younger even. than that. He's about 25.
2: Right. So he could win four more titles. He could match Lewis Hamilton. He'd still be under 30- And at that point, if he wanted to, he could probably go and win the World Endurance Championship because he basically owns a team in that point already and any car would take him. He could probably go out and do something like IndyCar if he really wanted to. Um, He's done so much in iRacing and sim racing that he thoroughly enjoys that sense. I would not be shocked if he went out and built an empire digitally because he can do. The man is on a path of world destruction when it comes to motor racing. And I mean, all respect to him, but he has so much time on on his side that... I think he will be here for at least another three or four years, at least till the 2026 regs change. And he goes, do I like what I'm seeing? Yes, no. I reckon it will be yes. I reckon he'll be here for at least another five to 10 years. And I think he will absolutely dominate. Um, he is that good. He is Schumacher level. He is Hamilton level. He will go down as, you know, when we talk about what drives you put in your top five greatest of all time, he is very much bordering on top six, top seven, greatest drivers to grace Formula One history at this point there's nothing to say he can't go to the top. And I think there is a little part of him that enjoys the records, that enjoys the titles and, and every wing. And you heard when, you know, oh, Max, you've only got to score three points in the sprint race to win your championship. He came out and said, don't care, I want to win. I do think he just has such a drive, a passion for winning. I don't think he'll let that go. I think he'll feel like he's missing something if he was just to walk away. Although I do think, unlike what Hamilton is doing now, I think if Red Bull were to go through a massive patch of being poo, then he would go, cool, I've got six titles. I'm going to go do something else at that point. That's what I think the difference between him and Hamilton might be.
3: I, yeah, I could see that. I don't know, because he stuck with Red Bull for a little while, whilst they were being relatively poo. But they never got World Before Championship and dropped to back, it. right? Yeah, no, that's fair. He never earned it at that point. We earned it,
2: but you know what I mean? He never that's reached like, the God, highest Sorry, Max. <laughs> I don't mean that.
3: What are your thoughts, Harry? Uh, yeah, I honestly, I, I, just, like, I, misadmit, I could see him going multiple, multiple ways. I agree that I don't think he'll, he just wanted. Well, he obviously didn't just want one. He could left. He's, he's got three. He would have left. He's than a Nico Rosberg, um, but you know, he could have a car that was half as good. No, not half as good. Three quarters as good as this year's car, and I still think he would have won this year's championship and Red will only have to keep making semi decent cars um for him because even if they're not at the level they were this year and they're in a championship fight, I think Max Verstappen this 2023 version is a better driver than he was in 2021. Um I know he's not really had much of a challenge no, so have not seen time. it. I but but but, but I think he would be I think he'd be a better driver in a in a championship battle. So even if the car's not dominant, I think he he could just keep going on winning. Sorry, everyone. No, you're right. But, th- it, but it might not happen.
2: I think... i will go put Sergio Perez down here. But if you put two Sergio Perez equivalent drivers in that Red Bull instead of Max Verstappen, they ain't first in the championship anymore. We,
3: we'd have a hell of a championship fight.
2: It would be incredible, but the Red Bull is not as dominant as everyone likes to say it is. It's Max Verstappen
3: driving the Red Bull that makes it so dominant. Yeah. So... Yeah, he could well go keep going and and win multiple championships. I I I think he might stick stick around even if the car went a bit bad. He wouldn't do it forever. I know Hamilton's done two seasons, but you know even that, and now we've sort of questioned whether he would want to carry on. I know he has, he is carrying on, um, but you know the great the greats aren't just going to stick around in a in a bad car. So the thing is, we we always thought Vettel was like Mister Red Bull. But actually, when you look back, it made sense for him to go to Ferrari in terms of where he wanted his career to go. Verstappen, he's not going. To, I, he he's just never going Mr. anywhere. A Red Bull, like Haas, yeah, it's after Haas. Just <laughs> next step, obviously, <laughs> the obvious step. Um Haas and Max Verstappen take over the world. But he's he's so in. He's so embedded in that team.
2: It's and, been his
3: family since he was a child. Yeah, and 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 I, even him and he said publicly, like. If GP leaves, I'm 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 done. I'm not done anymore. Oh really? I've heard, I've I heard him hear s- that. say that. Before. I was a while ago, he but d- from I haven't heard this. Out, but out of interest, does he? Do you know if he
1: means from his position on the on the pit wall, or just like the organisation
3: as a whole? I think it's as his engineer. I think they have yeah, like a I mean, mutual. Yeah, some sort of-
2: drivers do have such a close connection with their race engineer, like Hamilton and Bono being a prime example. Right? right. They've been around together for so long that I think if Bono left, Hamilton would be a bit like. Oh, what
3: am I doing? What am I doing? And I, I think we, we hear them with an old married couple on the radio. I they love it though. Yeah, of course they do. They get on. I think they really get on. I know they, they get sassy with each other and it's great team radio, but there's a genuine, genuine, strong, close relationship there. So, that, yeah. GP is as competitive points. as
2: Verstappen, I think.
3: Oh, he's he was the one screaming yeah. at the end of uh, twenty one, wasn't he? When yeah. he goes over the line, everyone thought it was Albon. But it was GP. I
2: love that people thought it was Albon. Go off a tangent, but that's hilarious. <laughs>
3: yeah, does sound like Albon. But anyway, uh, my point being, he's so be- embedded with that team. It's it's Red Bull now until he said, "I've had enough." The end of time. Yes.
1: Yeah, I I, I was I was just contemplating Sam your comment on where Verstappen ranks like all time and it's it's great. It's that weird question of it doesn't matter what your answer is, you're gonna annoy like ninety-five percent of people your answer could be anything and you would annoy ninety five percent of people with your answer. Yano
2: Truly. Just a very cute the goat. Number
3: one. Unless <laughs> if you're counting one take lap co- line one two. shot qualifying. I am Yano Trilli is a goat a. Monaco. <laughs> I'm taking Trilli. Truly and you can
2: have whoever
1: you want i will take Trulli You never get past me at Monaco. There'll be one and two every time. No chance. <laughs> I, do, I I am fascinated to see like the next time Verstappen is in a position where he's not winning because we know that he said, and I know Sam, your opinion is here, that he doesn't believe what he's saying in that he wanted one title. Um, but we haven't seen him not winning since he won that first title. Really, it's been ever since that point Ferrari were pretty good for half a season, but he was still winning races in that half season as well. He's just had two consecutive years of really nothing else other than first places. It will be really intriguing to see the first time, whether it's a year's time or five years' time, whatever it might be, the next time he's not winning frequently and he's in the position that he was once in, You know, maybe fighting for podiums at best, what his reaction to that is, where his career goes at that point. Because... I could be wrong on this. I tend to think that, let's take Lewis Hamilton as an example. Lewis Hamilton for me, his like number one primary goal is to win in Formula One, obviously. But I feel like his secondary, like what's my backup if I can't achieve that? His backup is getting podiums in F1, which is what he's doing now. I think that's his his second best option. Whereas for Verstappen, I feel, I don't think that's the case. I, my instinct here is Verstappen, his primary goal is exactly the same, winning in Formula 1. But if I had to guess what his secondary goal would be, it would be winning somewhere else. I think he'd rather do that than be a, a, a regular podium getter at this point in his career for Red Bull. Um to be clear, I agree with you. I don't think he'd go anywhere else in Formula 1 specifically, but I would not be shocked if he went elsewhere. I know he's ruled out a few categories that he he doesn't want to race in. That doesn't mean that'll always be true. I wouldn't be surprised in a few years' time if if Red Bull go through, as Sam put it, a poo patch. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we reach a situation where he actually does move away and, and goes into another sport and wins there because... I, I tend to think. I, I tend to think Lewis Hamilton is, is Formula One or nothing. I don't think. I don't think Verstappen's that way. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he did move on.
2: I think Verstappen's the kind of driver that would go. He just puts his entire self into whatever the task is in front of him. So if he were to do endurance racing, I think that would become his life until he wins.
3: I think people have said it before. He's yeah. very Kimi Räikkönen. Yeah, yeah.
2: He's got to have a bit more of an expression because he's far
3: more successful, but. I know, but you could. I mean, you could argue that maybe Raikkonen could have won three championships. But my my point, um, more my point is, he's just he just likes racing, loves driving cars. I, I actually weirdly car. think Verstappen might be quite good at rally. Uh, yeah, um,
1: I think he, he probably could. there isn't much he's not good at. To be true. fair, yeah. so yeah, true. true. I, I don't know if you'd agree with this with Verstappen as well. I tend to think that he is as motivated to win like individual Grand Prix. As he is a championship almost. It's almost like the, the championship is the the adding up of all the race wins. But I my instinct is he will be as motivated to win at Austin as he has been any other race this year to win. Yeah, I just I, think I he takes it very race at a time.
2: I think Lewis Hamilton would happily come second to every single Grand Prix of a season, but win the title overall and be ecstatic at that. Whereas I think Max Verstappen couldn't give an absolute plum about winning the title, but he turns up every Sunday and goes... I want to go fast. I go, gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> I'm gonna go wing every time I'm going. I'm not happy unless I wing. Yeah. And you know, if you said to Max, "No wings this season," but you get the title, there's a part of me that thinks he'll go.
1: No, don't like that.
3: I don't think he would. He wouldn't do a Keki Rosberg. It's an impressive feat. Yeah, it is.
1: Right, let's go for our last break. We'll be playing F1 higher or lower after this. Kiki. <laughs>
2: Kiki. Kiki
1: okay here we go f1 higher or lower. all the best
3: themes have that F1 at the end. It's,
2: it's like putting a bow on top of a present. It's wrapped and it's nice, but you put that bow on, and you just go, that has made it.
3: Cherry on top of the icing. Cake. On top of the cake.
2: Yeah. Well done, you map that up. What, no, cherry on top of the icing. I never heard that expression in my life. Top
3: of the cake. Yes. <laughs> cherry on the cake is. But what if you've got icing on it? Who cares, mate? <laughs> cherry on the icing. <laughs> Pedantic, son of a gang.
1: <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. Right. High Higher or lower? so Harry and Sam will take it in turns. I've got six questions in front of me they all have a numeric answer they'll have a guess at it if they get it right they get two points sometimes that happens a lot of the time it doesn't and then if they don't get it right it's the other person's job to say higher or lower if they're right they get a point if they're wrong the original guesser gets the point numbers one through six Harry kick us off one please great start Don't ever do that again. Sorry, listeners. Stop it. (laughs) Pair of you. (laughs) (laughs) I will bang you both. (laughs) How many career points did Stoffel van Dorn get in Formula
3: 1? Got a lot. 37. Good guess. That's probably way less than that. No. I imagine if that was right,
2: (laughs) I would have left the game. I would have been... it.
1: With that speed as well, that would have be been impressive. No, that's not correct. you want to go higher or lower than that guess? So.
2: I don't know. I ain't got a lot of confidence in stuff for the waffle. As much as he's a lovely
1: man, I'm going to go lower. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. You probably should have gone lower than Harry.
0: Ah.
1: Oh dear. Oh dear. It was lower, yeah. Um, 26 points. You well, know that's far off, to be fair. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, way more.
3: he has been there for two years?
1: <laughs> guy's a baller. Okay. And it was a terrible car.
3: I was of- almost thinking single digits. Yeah, okay. Sorry, Stoffel. I didn't, anyway. didn't realise you had game. I think I knew a
1: like <laughs> <laughs> Right. Sam takes a 1-0 lead. What number would you like, Sam? Not six, one.
2: Six, please.
1: Number six. Valtteri Bottas. Have you heard of him? I love the boat. The botties. He holds the record for most number of Q3 appearances in a row. How many times did he achieve it in a row?
2: 102. (laughs) That
3: could be right. No. Damn it. Um, Are you counting
2: the years that he was in Mercedes? I'll go higher. It's 103. (laughs)
4: 103. Oh no!
1: That's
4: it.
1: <laughs> How have you managed to get one out on that? Oh, and Harry, Harry the burglar gets a point. <laughs> George <Madness> Russell. <laughs> oh gosh, one hundred and three. Because he never, yeah. he
3: never, he was always in Q three for Mercedes, yeah. right? Never Every not way. in Q three. Yeah, okay. I
1: mean, that's, I had a feeling I was close. Uh, I assume that's. Because I think that just about went into his Alfa Romeo run as well. I think he had like three yeah. or four maybe to start the year and that's when, that's
3: when the run ended. But yeah, Got to, go to Miami. If I lose, I'm happy with that guess. Yeah. Back to you, Harry. Number four, please. Number four. Solid number.
1: How many times in his career did David Coulthard finish in the top five in the championship
3: standings? Every time. <laughs> Michael Schumacher's biggest rival,
1: obviously, Took him
0: down aimlessly.
3: He <laughs> finished in it. the top five five times.
1: No, he did not. Higher or lower? I think Sam. that was quite a good guess. So I'm going to say lower. <laughs> Harry takes the point. You're underselling DC. He's so good. Michael Schumacher's Michael biggest Michael Schumacher's, Schumacher's
2: rival. biggest ri- only rival. <laughs> Seven times. Ah, oh, wow. what a deal! As many championships as Schumacher had.
1: Kirsty said, so "Shocked he's <laughs> left Schumacher as seven championships." And David called that a seven top fives.
2: Come on, <laughs> he coached his rival every time. And they're the same achievement, right? It's the Battle of the Kings.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, right. Back to
2: you, Sam. Two, three, or five? I've lost all composure after the botties guess. Uh, two, please.
1: Speaking of Michael Schumacher, <gasps> seven. <laughs> if it seven. I, I'm gonna give you a massive clue. You're gonna want to go higher on this one. Okay, thank you for that. How many podiums did he achieve in his career? Oh
2: Harry like one literally for every championship yeah. season.
1: <laughs> seven. Just got P4
2: in every <laughs> other race. I've got all the other ones. Um Harry, you actually know this answer, I think.
3: I, I genuinely I genuinely don't. 91. No. It's higher than that. Yeah, I figured. This is race win tally, isn't it?
2: Yes, it is. It's race win tally. You're right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I've yeah, made I a think, mistake for
1: that. I've made I've made a mistake. <laughs> I've made a grave error. <laughs> I've fallen. and I hang to get up. Well, I think it, no suspense. Harry's got the point. <laughs> Pooh. What would you have guessed, Harry? Two hundred. That's too round. I
3: don't know. Yeah, that's far too round. Hundred and fifty five. Oh, okay. We're in the middle. That shows that <laughs> he, when he finished on the podium, he often won. That's yeah. quite, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 60 different. Yeah. He was all right, wasn't he? Really, won not he? Yeah. <laughs> he? did <laughs> it all right. Mm, quite good. Back to you, Harry. Can you get this one wrong, please? What, what have we got left? Three
1: or five? Five, please. Correct. My Lord. <laughs> Number five. Okay, how many points did Lewis Hamilton score in his worst F1 season. What year was that, please? I'm not telling you the year. 2006. Before. <laughs> <laughs> Same amount.
2: Every
3: he didn't season. score many points in 06. <laughs> sure. 2024. <laughs> um, he scored... Uh, 83, 83 points.
1: 83?
2: What year are you thinking? On 83. Run me through your logic. I'm telling you. Like I know, two thousand six. Uh... What do you think? <laughs> I'm going to go higher.
1: You're pretty right. To be
2: fair, guys are done. Hello. Uh... Oh, two thousand
3: nine than... was a bad season. Well, that's why I was. That's what I was thinking. But I th- he got a few wins. Got two wins.
1: Since I uh, to be fair to you, I thought this number was going to be higher than this as well. Forty nine. That's all he got.
2: He's rubbish. Washed. He's rubbish. Yeah. He's got a world title. 49, 49 points. In 2009. Is that all points, though? Oh, old point scoring as well, obviously. But he got, got, yeah. That makes more sense. He won twice, right? Only had, it's only 10 points.
3: He went Did twice? he win twice? I thought he won no, Singapore. Brazil. definitely won Singapore, Hungary. Maybe he won. To, I thought he only won once. But, but that's, he won twice. that's 20 points there.
1: But that McLaren yeah, was not very get, good. Yeah, but he didn't get much, you know.
2: It was, um, yeah, at best, the third best car. And that's, yeah. you know, I uh, regularly the fourth I don't know why
3: car. I'm arguing it. I've got the point, but that's, that's yeah, I am okay. shooketh. It's about the First half one. of the season, they really struggled. Yeah, yeah
2: Ferrari, Red Bull and Braun were better.
1: Brawny,
3: Braun, Braun.
2: Yeah, is that, that's what we all called them back then. Brawny, <laughs> <laughs> Brawny,
1: Braun, Braun. To be, Brawny, be clear, Braun, Braun. no one has ever called them Brawny, Braun, Braun. initials were RBBB. <laughs> Jensen button button button. Nope. No, okay. James <laughs> to be I'm just looking at the results now, by the way. Um, you're right that he had two wins. It was Hungary and Singapore, but his win at Hungary followed like five straight no points. <laughs> oh, no. He yeah. He had five he straight no
3: points. Great.
1: Five podiums, but that yeah, they all came in the second half of the year. Do we get points for that position, Bono? No. No, you don't look <laughs> he? he didn't even have Bono there. It's really That's underrated. Moment over Team Radio, actually. Yeah, do really I funny. even get
3: points
2: for that position? Intake. Not used to this. Got, what is the zero next to my one? That's so funny. <laughs> Why has it got on the other right. side? <laughs> what number do you want, Sam? Uh, what number we've got left?
3: Pick number three, my lord.
2: Oh, I think I'll go for <laughs> three <laughs>
3: birds <laughs> flutter
2: away. <laughs> Zooms out of the really earth. really
1: went for that one. Yeah. How old is Alan Prost? <laughs>
3: you could get a double pointer here. I, I cannot
2: get a double pointer here. I can't remember what year he's born in. Pooh buns. It's
3: not an age. Oh that's true. <laughs> Come on.
2: You can do it. He's older than my dad.
3: Sorry, I got this Stop. working. It helps no one but and me. Your dad is how old? I'm not saying that on the podcast in case he's offended.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, because
3: after the whole smack bottomed conversation. He hasn't messaged me about that.
2: He not listen. He's not messaged me. Um, I'm going to go with 69.
0: <laughs>
2: please be right. Please be right. Please be right. Stop. No. Oh, uh, no.
0: no. Uh,
3: lower
2: or lower, Harry. I thought he did that just so I could say 69.
1: That would 69. be so good. I'll go for lower, please. Yeah, it's lower. Now, here's the funny thing. I did know you were going to get 69, uh, which is why I picked a driver who's 68. <laughs> oh two two questions i am one off. <laughs> I'm the goat I of being you, wrong. I, your immaturity will get the better of you. Anyway.
2: I don't have any maturity to start with. I'm just him. Uh, 69! Six is worth it, to be honest, get on the
1: podcast. This related- year, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Sorry. You I'll do carry the on, same man. question next year.
2: Yes! This time the day before year. his birthday. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, in fact, I am really worried now because I did write this like two weeks ago. I'm I'm, I'm worried that he's had a birthday since then. <laughs> Just googling Alan Prost. Please, please, Alan, don't Alan have a birthday Prost. yet. Alan Prost, French racing
2: driver. That is his name. He's still 68. Unfortunately, oh, we're all right. When was he February. born? February the 24th. Ironically, that is the day before my dad. <laughs> but not the
3: same year. All roots lead back to Sam's (laughs) dad. He's (laughs) the goat of my life. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. um, Well, Harry won that one.
1: Yeah, resoundingly. wasn't. Sam got the first
2: point. (laughs) I'm still taking two questions one point away. I'm very happy with that. From a double, two double pointers.
1: That leads us very nicely on to the next segment. (laughs) Our final segment on this show um unfortunately for everyone listening it (laughs) happens to be the greatest segment in all of formula one podcasting (laughs) it is the lb question of the
2: week
1: the The
2: reverb on that as well we really
1: harmonized
2: (laughs) Oh lordy lord. Can Tiesto do a remix of it, please, for Austin?
1: Sure, good. What did we ask this week? We asked the question of, now Verstappen's won his third title, if we're including sprint races, what's he going to do now?
2: Um, A lot of answers on this question. Uh, I think it's the second most we've ever had, pretty much. Um, I'm going to have to read out the most likes on Instagram because that's only fair, I think. Uh, MSC, good to see you, Michael. Um, God, I'm to listen, <laughs> Frank, of the hot Girls Oh, Mick. Um, true. Sit in the Alpha Towery and get them seventh in the Constructors Championship. I mean, they I need v- it. Have
3: you so fun to and watch? We swap them
2: over half the a season. I would love that. To Give be fair. Yuki
3: the Red Bull. Yeah,
2: I would absolutely. We be do well often up for go that.
1: on about how they've got. They don't have a two Red Bull drivers and two Alpha Drive drivers. We've got four drivers in the state. Yeah, swap we'll them then, you it. cowards. Because they're all go not
2: contracted to
1: the teams, are
3: they?
2: They're all contracted to the Red
3: yeah. Bull family. Um, Captain Nods on Instagram said, be Alonzo's Boy," which I liked. Do you remember the film Waterboy with Adam Sandler in it? I don't think I've watched that. It's quite offensive. All right, well, I'm not going to then.
2: No, I wasn't complimenting it. Just stay away. <laughs> <laughs> stay very away.
1: Oh, Craig said, switch seats with GP and just drop sass bombs from the pit wall. <laughs> that would be good.
2: Someone said to host the late-breaking F1 podcast, which I think is... They'd do it better than us as well
1: to well, the to the acl que- on twitter did say sit in for harry who can't
3: be bothered that's fair i would like say it's never because i can't be bothered folks i love you all <laughs> um to the question of what should verstappen do for the rest of the season john hay uh, sorry jonah hay on instagram said sausages with sam
2: oh yes maybe that should be my spin-off show and you know that you know that show. Sausages that,
3: with Sam. Yeah,
2: you know the show. What's of, the
3: premise of the show?
2: We just eat sausages to talk about F one.
3: I don't think that's got any legs.
2: There's a show on YouTube where they eat spicy chicken wings and talk about their movies they're in. That's a very good point. Sausages with Sam we will try sausages from around about the, the world. Sausages. Ooh. I don't know. We can, <laughs> different fillings. Brat first. You have like a curry first. Uh, different hot dogs we could try. Um, we could do places from around the world so this year we go, we're going to Austin for example let's do American hot dogs for
3: our sausage <laughs> E.H. Green says go play Dodgerums and Clacton
2: Pier, <laughs> <Or first laughs> Clacton Pier. coming up more in my life than I ever thought it would
3: uh, and Riley Dustin says pick parsnips in Wales because <laughs> I don't know that joke's still going after a week
2: <laughs> I never thought it would start let alone go you started it I know <laughs>
3: Uh, great point
1: from Matt Hector. He said gammon.
2: We we <laughs> had gammon, actually cooking gammon, uh, eating gammon. When I was here for the Qatar Grand Prix. How do we not mention this? On Sunday, gammon. we had some gammon whilst watching the race. Harry comes back, he goes, I've just been for a roast, mate. And he goes, I'm I <laughs> I'm still hungry. I'm gonna do a gammon. And he gave me some with some Love that. lovely caramelised onion dip and you know, some fresh delightful. bread. It was very nice. It was delightful. Really got treated well. Um, Diana here says GP should quiz him on random facts about the country that they're racing at while he drives, which I think would be quite fun. Maybe <laughs> we could get Ben to write them. Ben likes geography.
3: He do yeah, like geography.
2: Ben knows a lot about geography, don't you, Ben?
1: I I can name a few countries, but <laughs> I can name some you capitals know. as well. <laughs> We're not doing this. Are now. you good
2: at flags, Ben? <laughs>
1: um, not as good. No, no, not as good as not as good at flags. Ben was
2: on I Countdown. Could, I
3: could do a fair amount, but... Did you know that. Honestly, how does that not come up more often?
2: Ben was on Countdown.
3: I guess people in the US don't know so, what Countdown is.
2: It's all academic. It's
3: That's something Ben would say. It's a game show. Ben was on I've a game to, show. Uh, the,
1: That's one of those things that I I like to be able to offer, like a a, a US specific, like, I don't know, reference. But there's really nothing for (laughs) Countdown, is there?
2: They not have Countdown in America.
1: I think
3: so. No. It's originally a a French game. Is it? Countdown. Do you remember (laughs) the start of this podcast? I will not offend the Irish. Sam said, (laughs) I won't offend the Irish. The
2: French, on the other
3: hand. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: Any
2: more? I've got two sidetracked by Ben on Countdown. Sorry.
1: Yeah, that that, that really saw a soft track.
2: <laughs> I like that um, Fat Matatat has gone the full other way and just said, win every single one of the races left. No mercy, rub it in. I love that.
1: Really yeah. make it I, painful. Someone said, like, go for
3: 500 points. I, I don't know where that is, but
1: that's... So on, so on Twitter, mad if yeah. that
3: can actually be achieved. Alex- but, I mean, it can, can't it? Alex yeah. C. Welch so that on Twitter try to reach find out that would be stupid
2: um, he's not too far off it he's only 67 points away that's only three oh, Grand Prix wins
3: that's pretty likely
1: yeah it's oh, a bit scary that he can say you can have half my points I'll just get rid of them and he'll still win the
3: title probably yep in light of our conversation we were having before we started the podcast Adam on Twitter uh, said light a fire in a bin every weekend to test the team's emergency preparedness
2: what we do in the case of a fire, folks?
3: No one listens That's to PowerPoint.
2: Time. It's my mistake. Um,
3: oh, Lord, thank you for that. Do
2: you know what's really scary is if you add up Perez's podiums and wings for this season, he still has less than the wings that Verstappen has alone for this year. 10 in total for Perez, 14 wings just for Verstappen.
1: Oh, so Perez has 10 podiums and Verstappen has 14 wins.
2: Yeah, and Verstappen has 16 podiums because he's never not been on the podium.
3: Uh, was he on the podium in Singapore? I, yes. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't.
2: <laughs> That's the only one he hasn't been on. He, he didn't fancy that one. This is why I'm not the Statman. <laughs> I am the
0: Sort of Statman, Pragman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and after I come back from Texas, I will be the Fatman because <laughs> I love eating a lot of food. Great. This podcast has big. Thank right, God it's got um, a race weekend.
1: We are done. Get us out
2: of here. Oh, it's my responsibility. Um, thanks for listening. Join the Discord, link's in the description. Um... Come and see us at the fangs zone in Williamstown in Austin, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> we will be there. we we'll are doing our Patreon episode, which you can listen to if you give us some money, which we would love. Links in the description below. You keep us going. We're trying to do this full time. Thank you kindly. Uh, Late Breaking F1 for all of your social media needs and subscribing on the Yub for all visual references of us. We're very handsome and you'll never want to look away. In the meantime, I think Samuel sage.
3: I've been Ben Hocking and I've been Russ Brawny-Bron. Three Bs. Brawny-Bronny-Bron. Brawny-Bronny-Bron. Brawny-Bron-Bron. brawny I'm bro, so lost. Is
1: Jason Brawl? Keep breaking, mate. Oh, dear God, is that
4: Jason <pennies. laughs> Brawl? <concentrate pues oof> oh, good, oh Brah, nivel,
1: God.
0: Podcast Network.